You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Mobilize. Personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts. Peggy Ann Saltz, and Shahab Zaghari. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for great ideas, actionable advice to help you optimize, maximize your mobile strategy, your mobile app, uh, what you're doing in mobile. And as always, I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. And uh, it's just uh, a, a great week for me here. I'm gearing up to speak at Mojo, which is a very interesting event. It's all about mobile journalism and mobile apps that have to do with journalism, news, etc. Taking place uh, May 4 through 6 in Ireland. Of course, I don't expect too many people from the U.S. to make the trip, but you never know. So the topic of the uh, event is how to basically, you know, make and market uh, a media or news app that will uh, pull people in, acquire users, make an exciting user journey. And uh, I'll be pulling in my own material from my recent app books, the Everything Guide to Mobile Apps that's still available on Amazon, and uh, Apponomics, the Insider's Guide to a Billion Dollar App Business, uh, over 300 pages. Uh, I do remember well writing it, and it's still very relevant, and above all, available free to download. So if you want to uh, basically have everything in one place, then I absolutely encourage you to check it out at Inmobi, Inmobi.com. 
But the event itself, um, it's really interesting to see people interested in mobile journalism and apps for that purpose, but it underlines the massive importance of apps across other categories other than gaming, uh, which is and will remain the largest category, but we have to get our head around how companies other than gaming companies can uh, direct their UA, uh, create amazing apps. And that brings us to our guest today, who is Nick Kwan. Uh, Nick is a performance marketing manager at Twitter. Nick's experience and achievements in growth and user acquisition have earned him the title of Mobile Hero. And with that, of course, we're kicking off another series of Mobile Heroes here. Uh, mobile Heroes chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. So we have Nick Kwan from Twitter to kick off the series and tell us a lot about how to move from gaming apps and, and that expertise to other apps. So it's great to have you on the show today, Nick. Thanks for having me, Peggy. Great to be here. You know, I'm excited about this because we had a Liftoff Mobile Heroes series before, and uh, here we are back again. Um, again, you know, it's the, it's the whole idea that you're chosen for a reason because of your accomplishments, your expertise, your vision. How does it feel to be a mobile hero? It's exciting, Peggy. I got to say, one of the special things about the mobile marketing industry has always been the people. And uh, what Liftoff has done really well with their mobile hero program is really highlight the people in our industry. And it's super exciting to be part of that program. It's also, I think, a really good timing as well, because we, we had the, the heroes on before, and it was all about, you know, people who were just games, app, UA ninjas by far. And now we're turning it around, you know, just as I'm going to my event, which is about, you know, what do we, how do we learn from the pros? How do we learn from the pioneers? And here you are. It's also the case for you because um, you've learned from gaming and that's what you're taking back. You're taking it back to non-games, you know, at Twitter. So I'd love to hear about your journey. Yeah. So what ha actually happened was I was introduced to somebody at Twitter while I was uh, over at Electronic Arts doing mobile gaming user acquisition there. And um, once I heard about the opening over here at Twitter, I love the Twitter product. So I jumped at the chance and uh, I couldn't be happier here. You made the switch. Um, I'm just curious, was it that you said to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm really good at games and I can bring this to the non-games? Because that, of course, is what the marketers say. You know, the mobile marketers out there, we're understanding that we have a lot to learn from the games industry. They are the kings. They are the largest app category by far, and they really nailed UA. Is that what, did you just really just want to move on to another interesting area? Um, no, that is exactly what I was thinking about. I wanted a new challenge. I wanted to take everything mm -hmm. I learned within the mobile gaming ecosystem and uh, bring that over to non-gaming. And so as soon as I heard, and you know, it also helped that I really loved the Twitter product, and I think once you really love the product you're marketing, really helps you enjoy and makes you passionate about your work. And so um, those combination of, two, of those two things really pushed me over and made me want to come over here to Twitter. So I, I must have read your mind, actually, because I was just guessing. I thought maybe you wanted to just, you know, bring your skills over to Twitter. So I was right on that. That's exactly what you did. So let's, let's talk about those skills. I mean, what is it that, um, you know, are the similarities? We say that there's a lot that you can do in games, that you can take over to non-games. Help me deep dive into those details. I mean, for example, just the skill set. Are the skills the same? Um, yeah, I would say that there are a few skills that are very similar. Um, one being you always got to know the key performance indicators of what's going to make your marketing campaign successful. And then, of course, knowing the type of audience you're going to reach as well. Um, so knowing that full ecosystem, connecting the KPI to the audience, to the inventory, 
is uh, something you're going to have to know in both gaming and non-gaming mobile marketing. So where does like the the genius of games come through? What is it that they're doing um, maybe uh, a bit differently or a bit more with more innovation or creativity that the non-games aren't? Where would you say we can learn? And we'll, we'll turn this into a conversation. So we'll just kick it off and see where we take it. But Start with me. What are some of those lessons? So I think what the mobile gaming marketers have done really well is have a hyper focus on user quality metrics. And when the mobile marketing industry is really developing in 2011, I would say that this performance marketing mindset is really what pushed the industry forward. And so a lot of the first companies, which were the gaming companies, investing heavily into mobile marketing, they were hiring a lot of these metrics performance-driven marketers. And I think that key aspect of mobile marketers is really something that gaming has uh, pushed forward and is what a lot of non-gaming companies are learning from in terms of mobile marketing. Okay, so it's a real focus on the metrics. And, and also you said the quality um, of users. Is it the fact that maybe mobile marketers, so the non-gaming, I'm just calling mobile marketers, but they're really app marketers, but it's a little bit of both these days. So the, the non-games apps. Um, one's the metrics, the other is the quality. Uh, is there something else about that? You know, I think the, I think that's really it. That's really what has um, developed the mobile, just because there's so much data in mobile marketing. And it's so, what do you do with all this data? And I think the that's where the game mobile marketers have really figured it out. And also, I would imagine a bit more also about the creativity, because it's the games that have to appeal with creatives, with campaigns. I mean, it's much more, um, it's much more of a process, perhaps. Oh, totally. And just because it's so competitive, you have to be really creative on how you bid on these different ad impressions and making sure that your campaigns are, are as efficient as possible. Uh, while you're beating out your competition. So, I mean, we're going to talk about this in the second uh, segment. We're going to talk about precisely how you did that and sort of what has earned you the title uh, Mobile Hero from the Liftoff uh, Mobile Heroes, that group of people who can do this really well. But in a nutshell, if you had to talk about um, some of the, uh, the, what you have to sort of keep top of mind when you when you do this, is there is there a certain quick formula to it? Um, I think it's similar ish to other marketers as well. You always have to know the type of audience you're trying to reach, the goal of your campaign, and then really understanding the inventory sources that you're buying on. Um, And nowadays, especially because marketing has shifted so much towards digital and mobile, um, understanding the ad tech that these inventory sources are leveraging to hit your goals is is super key. That's really interesting. So the so, so go into a little bit of detail. We do have a little bit of time here after all. So understanding the ad tech, what is involved in that? Well, it's interesting because a lot of the ad networks nowadays have these algorithms that will optimize and just get smarter with the more data that marketers feed to them. And so first understanding the goal of your campaign, identifying what events within your products lead to that goal. And then passing those key events to your ad partners to make their algorithms smarter, I have found has worked really well in terms of scaling out campaigns while maintaining efficiencies. I'll play devil's advocate for a moment because I remember, uh, you know, the, the somewhat earlier days of this, and it was always the idea that you, if you share with your ad partner and if you are in a collaboration, you know, all boats rise. It's 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 quote unquote the win win. Is there? Uh, 
apprehension about this? Has it, has it changed? Because it used to be, oh, I'm not going to actually want to share my data with my ad network partner. But you're proving, by example, that it pays to do exactly that. Yeah, totally. I think a lot more companies are a little bit more open uh, with the data that they share with their ad partners nowadays, just because they've seen the benefit of what happens when they send more data to their ad partners. And again, that gives you a slight edge, because if the smarter the algorithms are, the more efficient your campaigns will be, and the more likely you'll be able to outbid or even bid out your competitors. Okay. Well, this is interesting. This is something I wasn't expecting, but that's what I love about podcasts. You know, you bring a guest on and they take you to a new level. Um, I'm excited about continuing exactly this conversation of talking about, you know, the data you need to share and the benefit there. So um, don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back with Nick Kwan. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, and today our guest is Nick Kwan, mobile hero, but also performance marketing manager at Twitter. Nick, right before the break, we were talking about, uh, you know, basically what the whole show is about. What can we learn from games apps when we go to non-games apps in UA and in app marketing? And you brought up the point about data, you know, what data to share with your ad tech partners. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to have you go a bit deeper because we haven't really talked about that on the show up until this point. So data, you know, what to share, what not to share, maybe some do's and don'ts around that. Give me an idea of how you approach that. So I think it goes back to understanding the goals of your campaign and what 
key performance indicators lead to that goal. And so for gaming, it, it could be an in-app purchase, which leads to a better return on ASBEN, which is really the marketer's end goal. And then for non-gaming, it could be um, purchasing something and adding it to your cart. So basically what I'm under, understanding here, Nick, is that you're talking about um, you know, the goals here. So in games, we wanted to have in-app purchases. We wanted to make money, monetize the app. It was very clear, very straightforward. Non-games, there's no in-app purchase or generally, you know, because there's not, you're not moving to another level or something. So what you really are looking at is, you know, other, um, other calls to action, other goals. They could uh, do commerce. They could just engage with your app. They could go and, and register for something. It's whatever those types of companies have as a call to action. Is that the way I'm to, to be reading this? Yeah, exactly. And I think because a lot of ad network partners are more open to pricing your campaign on a cost per action, um, it's important to pass these actions to them and which will then in turn inform their algorithms to optimize to your goals and get you more traffic. Because effectively what you're doing is it's a different way that publishers are getting paid out nowadays. I think before it was all on a CPC or a CPM and now that it's moving more towards a CPA, you could effectively increase your eCPM um, by passing these additional events to your ad partners. Okay, and a little bit of background for our listeners, you know, CPA is a cost per action, so that it used to be that it was just clicking was great, but now we're all past that. We know that a click is not indicative of really anything um, or very low level action, and you want to have people who are engaging, and you want to have people who are doing what you tell them to. So if you really want an audience that, uh, you know, in the case of Twitter, what, what do you want the audience to do in the case of Twitter, Nick? Um, it's all about engagement. I think the more engaged the user is on our platform, um, we're happy. So the more they're engaging with tweets, the more they're coming into the back to the platform to view tweets um, is what we're really looking for. So at Twitter, I mean, you are a performance marketing manager, which is you know amazing. Twitter, a great, you know, huge company. I'm a huge fan. Use Twitter all the time probably one of the, the first. Give me an idea of what you actually do, your day job at Twitter. What, what is it you do there? Uh, so I manage our performance marketing campaigns. I work with different ad partners to ensure that every dollar that we're spending is bringing back the right user. And what I mean by right user is a user who is going to be engaged with Twitter, who's going to come back and see what's happening in the world on our platform. And, and just managing that budget um, with these different ad partners is my day-to-day. And of course, you are a mobile hero. That's why I have you on the show. It's a great series. Um, what was the accomplishment in your career that you think you know got you, or what are you the, the proudest of to date? So the proudest that I am proudest, what I'm proudest of to date is coming to Twitter and helping build that foundation of what is the key event that we care about that we can pass back to our ad partners that will make our marketing campaigns more effective in the long run. Um, because I'm not here for the short term. I want to make sure that these campaigns will live on and continue to bring in high quality users. And um, when I came here, the first thing I did was try to understand, okay, what are these KPIs? Try to understand the user flow of when the user enters the product and what kind of things can they do that will lead to longer term retention. And once we're able to identify that and start effectively tracking that back to our ad campaigns, um, that's what really allowed us to scale fourfold. 
confidently. That's the important part. You definitely want to scale across sources that you know for sure are driving you high quality users. I mean, fourfold is really impressive. Is that something that you had, you know, had you had that in your, in the scheme of things, oh, I'm going to increase by fourfold or was it, it just blew you away? <laughs> um, it was, I mean, it's not something I came in with, hey, this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in here and increase things fourfold. It just sort of happened and it, it, things have to align. I mean, your company has to have the budget um, and you have to have the right tech in place. You have to work with this great BI and data scientists to help make this happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want you to do any sort of uh, revealing too much here, but it would be interesting to understand uh, a little bit of the, the formula, the secret sauce here. So I understand it up to this point that it was really the, the, the core of it was understanding the events that you want to optimize for and make certain you're passing that data back to your partners. I think that's the core of it, but take me a little further, Nick. How did you do it? So I think for this to be effective, you also have to understand the other side of the house, which is the inventory. And you could pass them as many events as, as you want, but if they can't act on it effectively, it's kind of useless. So understanding exactly what levers the ad partner has on their end um, will make you successful in the long run. And so I actually used to work at a mobile ad network, so I knew exactly the biggest impact levers that an ad network has to pull to optimize your campaigns. And currently, one of the biggest ones is site level optimizations, blocking and whitelisting sites. And so taking that knowledge and making sure that you're tying all these user quality metrics back to um, sites, well, first of all, you have to make sure that your ad partner is passing you site IDs. That should be a standard nowadays. Um, and then sh sharing as much data as you can with your ad partner with these site level optimizations, letting them know hey, these sites are not driving high quality users, let's block that. Hey, these sites are doing really great for us. Can we go ahead and create a separate campaign, whitelist them, and potentially increase our bids so we can get more traffic from these sites because we, we love the users that are coming from this traffic. Um, so that was one of the things I did. It's understanding, um, you know, just the quality of the user, but really much more the quality of the site. And I guess the idea here is that you can narrow it down and you're saying to your ad partner, hey, I really want to focus on these sites. They're giving me what I need. So please, you know, don't squander my spend at your end, literally. Um, make certain that these sites come up first or come up or, or, or get the bids or, or how does that, again, how does that communication work between you and the ad network to achieve just that? Yeah, so I think it could happen in two ways. Um, one, you can manually send them the sites and say, hey, these are doing well, these aren't doing well. Um, or again, you can be passing this, the key events back to the ad partner in real time so they could start making these site level optimizations almost algorithmically in real time. And so that's where the scale starts to come from. Um, and, and that's why I was talking earlier about making sure that you're passing these key events to your ad partners. So there's both a combination of their algorithms doing the work and then, of course, you pulling the data on your end and doing manual site level optimizations. Okay, well, that's really you know, nice. It's very kind of you to give us that sort of that inside track on how you did, you know, a fourfold uh, increase in uplift there. And uh, after we get back from the break, we'll be hearing more from Nick and some of his top tips for marketers making the shift from games to non-games or just marketers who want to learn from games, app, UA ninjas. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. 
Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E digital.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And our guest today, Nick Kwan, Performance Marketing Manager at Twitter and Mobile Hero. So right before the break, Nick, you were so kind. You were taking us into that secret sauce, that formula that uh, got you a 4X increase and, of course, also the accolade of Mobile Hero. So, you know, listeners, they're, they're listening in. They're, they're in the vibe, and they're saying, absolutely, I want to do this. I want to take... Um, non, you know, gaming expertise over to my non-gaming app, what should they do, number one? I mean, if I wanted to get almost up to speed and be like you, Nick, what would I do? So it's definitely getting your data in order. I would say it's, and it, that's a team effort. It's tough. You got to work with your business intelligence team. You got to work with your data science team. And you even got to work with your product team to know what's coming and what, what could possibly be affecting the user, uh, the user journey within the, within the product. Um, so I'd say that is like definitely the one thing you have to get right, making sure your data is in order and clean. So clean meaning, you know, work with your team, make certain it's updated, make certain you have your mobile attribution links. Everything is top running order. Is that what I'm hearing here? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll take that one. I mean, that could be a show in it on its own, Nick. We might have you back for that one, you know, cleaning up your data house or something. But, but let's move on. Um, Mobile marketing, obviously, you know, you know what you're doing. You're doing it well at Twitter. But overall, when you look out there to app marketing, the horizon, what gets you most excited? What's coming next for sure. And what I think is coming next is, so actually my theory on this has always been, if you look at desktop advertising timelines and you 
put that next to a mobile advertising timeline. It's going to be very similar. And if you just look at, if you want to know what's coming next, just look at that desktop timeline. And um, so looking at that timeline, it's got to be multi-touch attribution and transparency. And those two things are really only going to come from the marketer. And so I really urge every marketer listening right now to start talking with your ad partners and ad tech um, about these two things. That's a, that's a really good point, actually, because I've been hearing a lot about that and a lot of people saying, you know, we've got that last click attribution because that's not what brought the user there. It's a long journey. We have to sort of understand all those steps. So that's what you're working on as well? Or what's next for you? Um, I would say those are my two big priorities for this year. Um, uh -huh. Multi-touch attribution to better understand the user journey to that conversion and then transparency. The mobile industry has just been way too blind, and we just need to learn more about where these users are coming. So that's what's got you very excited, looking to the future. And, and I'm thinking what's got me excited, Nick, is actually maybe having you back. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I would imagine that wouldn't be a problem at some point. Of course not. Well, that would be cool. So in the meantime, um, how do our listeners stay in touch with you? Oh, you could follow me on Twitter. At Nick I was going to say, I, I definitely could imagine they can follow <laughs> you on Twitter, Nick. Okay. No, but seriously, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So they can follow you on Twitter and your handle is? At Nick Kwan. At Nick Kwan. And that is Q-U-A-N, listeners, and uh, well worth it. Anything else you're doing out there, Nick? Any, any blogging? Anything else you want to share? Uh, yeah, as we mentioned earlier, I am part of the Liftoff Mobile Heroes program, so look out for that blog coming soon. Absolutely. So, um, and uh, that, my friends, is a wrap. If you want to keep up with me throughout the week and find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at MobileGroove, MobileGroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And, of course, I am on Twitter, Nick. It's uh, at PeggyAnn, A-N-N-E. Uh, and in the weeks to come, we're going to be jam-packed with additional mobile heroes in the series. So mobile heroes from amazing companies, stay tuned. Uh, and if you want to read up on Nick, Nick Kwan, as he said, or all the other mobile heroes, you can check out their dedicated page over at Liftoff, and that is heroes.liftoff.io. Liftoff, L-I-F-T-O-F-F-I-O. Until next time. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. Remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.